Thank you for checking out the Faith City Church Podcast. We believe that you'll be blessed by today's message. You know, I have my iPhone here. Most of us have smartphones, right? Hold your smartphone if you, up if you do it. He will, he will rock us. Come on. And, but these are smartphones because they're smarter than us. That's why. But I was just thinking about this with my message today. And uh, I'll tell you a little story that, um, and Kathy and I experienced this. You, you saw this uh, when we were with Andy and Kristen at their house, one of the last times we were here in Michigan. And and with Ethan and, and uh, Ethan and Aiden, and then uh, we had them uh, with us at the, this weekend at the house, and so then Ethan uh, expounded a little bit on this too. But what it was was Kathy saw Aiden wanted to get Kristen's phone open, so she's got the newest phone that's face recognition, right? So he's chasing his mom around trying to get her face in it <laughs> like this, so he could open her phone because it's her, Im- it's only her image. Come on, somebody that'll open that phone and get all the benefits of her smartphone once she gets her image in there. So he, and he knew it wasn't his image that was going to open it, but it was her image that was going to open it. Yeah, and so he was chasing her around. And so we were relating that to the boys coming into service today. And, uh, and Ethan says, oh, yeah, we do that all the time. I said, what do you mean? He said, oh, yeah, at school, we're grabbing each other's phones, our, our buddies' phones, and trying to open them up. And he said, I opened up this one friends of mine, and, and, and I, what do you say? He put 3,000 pictures on there. Just, you know, they just take each other's phones and do crazy stuff. I mean, back in my day, it was like, I don't know, we just flipped your little car over and stuff in the parking lot. <laughs> I mean, just things like that, you know. So they're taking their phone, getting their image, and then they're, so we put, I said, you put 3,000 pictures on your buddy's phone? He said, oh, yeah. I said, what did he do? He said, what happened? I have no memory. And okay, who put all these pictures on? So I'm thinking, but the whole idea is, it takes an image of you to open that phone, your phone, your personal phone. And I was thinking how important it is with the word of God and with our lives as Christians, as believers, especially living in the kingdom that we live in today, the importance of the right image. I put, I put something up on uh, Facebook this morning. It's a quote by Tony Robbins. He said this, once you know thyself, once you know thyself, it's the easiest thing to be thyself. Uh, you know, I just thought that was a pretty profound message there. He said, once you know yourself, you can be yourself. And see, really, as believers, until we know who we are in Christ, you really can't be who you are in Christ. The most freedom and liberty I've ever had is when I found out who I was in Christ. What Jesus did for me, come on, at Calvary. And by the way, it's a finished work. That means it's already done. That's what grace is all about. The work has been done. Jesus did the work. Christianity isn't that we work real hard. Christianity is that Jesus worked real hard. Now we reap the benefits and we walk in what he is. Everything he is, you can walk in. Everything that he's done, you can do. Everything that he's given us, you can receive. Are you listening to me? But until you know thyself, you can't be thyself. And so what's crazy to me is to watch people who are full-flung believers. They love God with all their heart, but they never seem to be able to change things in their life. And they, and they feel like, like failures. And I, I, you know, I don't want, no one has to be a faith failure. No one has to be a grace failure. No one does. 
And you say, well, what do we do? Work real hard and get the steps down? Well, you can do that, but that's just a lot of your own work. Or you can just let the word do the work in your life. Let his love just change you from the inside out. Everything that he's done for us at Calvary, you are as righteous as you'll ever be. You know, well, I'm trying to be righteous. Well, you don't have to try because you already are. But see, if you don't know thyself, then you'll try to be something that you're not yourself, right? Well, I'm just working at being holier today than I was yesterday. Well, you know, good luck with that. But the Bible says you've already been made. We've been created in righteousness and, listen to this, true holiness. So you're already as holy on the inside as ever going to be. Well, my lifestyle, but oh, oh yeah, okay, well, see, yeah, let's, we can get to that. Because see, when you know who you are in Christ on the inside and that you're already that now, eventually what's going to happen is your outward life catches up with what you are on the inside. And that's what I love. Christianity is just an inside job. It's, it's, just, it's just the more you know who you are, the more you become who you are, and, and the more you walk out who you are. So let's talk about this thing called image. Would you write that down, image? And I've got a few verses for you today, but in a couple of points I want to make. Um, but I want to share with you today about this image thing, how important it is, the image of what you see about yourself. Again, the work has been done. But if we're going to live in the kingdom, right, we, we've got a whole, we've got a whole uh, culture that we, we want God to use us to help change. We want people to see that God is a God of love, not a God of hate. God has, got, God has got so much bad press, and a lot of times it's from either believers not knowing who they are and not walking out the love of God, and so then they see some other kind of thing that isn't really God. Someone asked me one time, they said, said, how come people don't come back to church? And I said, well, because they've been there. And, you know, they, they don't have a problem with God as much as maybe sometimes as people just because maybe, and again, this is no knock on anybody. You're the greatest church I've ever been in. You know that? I mean, come on. We're looking forward to this. But um, no condemnation, but um, I know there's a lot of believers that because they don't understand who they are in Christ, they don't walk that out. And so because of their um, insecurities, they project their stuff on other people. And that's not right. That's not fair. Because, you know, no one has a right to do that. I don't want to project anything on you. But I will give you the truth about God's word as, as I know it. As much as I know, I don't know everything. I know just about everything. My wife thinks I know everything. She said, you just know everything, don't you? And I said, wow, baby, you are so informed and so wise and so beautiful. And you're absolutely correct. <laughs> and she said, no, 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 no. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, anybody ever hear of Belinda Jasmine? Uh, Belinda Jasmine was on Shark Tank, oh, years ago. It was one of the uh, Shark Tank episodes. And what she brought and wanted to get um, um, backing for, which she didn't. They, they thought it was a deceptive product. But it was what she called the skinny mirror. Anybody ever hear that? The skinny mirror. And uh, she, they, they said, well, we're not going to back that because, because what this mirror does, I'll read it to you, it says, it, it makes, it offers a slight, subtle, slimmer reflection that gets you thinking better about yourself. That's what she said. And she said what, what, what she did is she, and part of, her, uh, part of her deal was she had sold these skinny mirrors to a lot of department stores, clothing stores. And she said the stores that had them in their um, changing booths or 
What do you call them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, when they go in there, if they had the skinny mirror, they'd go in with and put on a dress or a shirt or whatever, and they say, "Wow, that looks. Whoo, that I'm looking pretty good. That makes me look pretty good." And so they felt good about themselves, and they went and bought it. And she said that sales for department stores after they put in the skinny uh, mirror rose 18 percent. In, in clothing sales. And so she was tooting that as this is why it's successful and you need to back it and all. But they said, but, but that's deceptive because once they go home and look in the regular mirror and see that it was the mirror and not really them, then they're going to be disappointed. They're going to feel they were deceived. And she said, no, 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 no. It's not about that. Because what it does, this is what she said. She said, what it does is it helps people change the image they see about themselves and maybe feel that, you know what, I can change because they saw it in the mirror. And I thought, man, I want a mirror like that. But, but I don't want just a mirror like a skinny mirror. What I want is I want a mirror that when I look in this mirror, if I have issues, insecurities, things I'm dealing with, I, I want it to change erase them, take them away. I don't see them anymore. That's the kind of mirror I want. And, and I think I'd make a billion dollars on that. How many know a billion dollars is a lot of money? Raise your hand if you know that. Billion dollars, the only way I can look at it is it's more than I make in three months. Are you kidding me? Wow. So this, this mirror, I'm thinking about if we could have a mirror that when, you know, maybe you got anger issues and your wife says, you are angry again. Go look in that new mirror we got. We just got it, you know, and you, you know, for at the, at the, that, uh, that French store we go to, Target, you know, we just got this new mirror. You go over there and you just check yourself out. So you go over with your anger issues and all of a sudden you see a person who's not angry anymore, but that, but that, that something's changing on the inside and you walk away with that, wow, that different image of, ooh, man, that's pretty good. I like that. I like that guy better than the other guy. Or, or, you know, you, you have abandonment issues, and so you, so you go and you, you hobble over that mirror, and you say, wow, wow, you know what? I'm not that bad of a person. Well, well I, I feel accepted. I feel more accepted now than I ever had in all my life. Uh, you know, my issues with my parents, issues with my family, issues in my marriage, in my divorce, in my, my separate, whatever my deal was, and I felt so abandoned by people and by life. And I look at this mirror, and I say, you know what? I'm acceptable. I've been made acceptable. Wow, wouldn't that be a great mirror? How many would like to have a mirror like that in your house? Do you realize that you have one in your house? And maybe more than one, and you probably have one of those mirrors right in your phone. I do. Or maybe you even have one of those like old school hard copy. It's like this right here. Because the Bible says this is the mirror that will help us change the image of what we see to what he sees. Instead of the image that we see, he'll change the image that we see. Do you realize how simple it is to, to walk the Christian walk? It's simply going and looking in a mirror. Isn't that something? Think about it like that. Go and look in a mirror, and guess what? You come away different. <laughs> God made it so easy for us to walk this walk and talk this talk. Walk this walk. Come on. Yeah. So let me show you a verse here in 2 Corinthians 3.18. How many's getting something out of this already? How many know the people two rows back needed to hear this today? Come on, somebody. You know that's right. So in 2 Corinthians 3.18, it talks about this. I love it. Look what it says. It says, but we all, because Paul was from the southern kingdom, we all with unveiled face, the, the, uh, the, uh, um, 
was it uh, the veil is, is removed. We see reality now. Beholding, this is we, we see something. And he said, and he likens to what? As in a mirror. The glory of the Lord, look at this. Look at this is how simple. We can go home after this. This is so powerful. Look at this. You want to see how easy it is to change? He says, it's like as a mirror, the glory of the Lord. Beholding the glory of the Lord, what, what's happening? He says, we're being transformed into what? The same image. Wow. Shandai! Ta-da! Isn't that cool? Forgot to turn my... <laughs> All right. <laughs> so try, yeah, it was awesome, wasn't it? That was awesome. I timed it like that. I love this verse. He says, but we all, so it's for everybody. There's nobody exempt from this. No believer can be exempt from this unless they try to exempt themselves. But he says this, he says, look at, he said, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. And really, where do you find the glory of the Lord? It's right here in this mirror. So when you look in this mirror right here and it starts telling you who you are in Christ and telling you what you're all about, telling you about your father's love and you look in that, he says, all you have to do is just look at it. When you look at it, guess what? You're becoming transformed into that very image that you see. Why? Because God made us that way. He made humans to do that. You really don't see with your eyes. I mean, I know we do. Those are the things that we use, and it's one of our five senses. But with your eyes, what you do is you're, you're gathering information, but you're putting it into your mind, and then your mind is now deciding what it is you see, right? That's why you can have... Uh, you can have a bunch of, uh, you can have 10, 10 witnesses at, uh, say, a, 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 you know, a murder scene or something, and, or anything, an accident or something, and, 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 and they're beginning to ask the witnesses, what did you see? What did you see? What did you see? And all 10 of them could give a different account of what they saw. I've seen a movie like that. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it, this guy, it was, a, it was a secret service, and someone was trying to assassinate the president, and something happened, and uh, then they, the, the whole movie was going through four or five different people, witnesses of how, what they saw. So we'd go back to the start and then it was taking this person, how they saw it. And every one of the scenarios was different. Why? Because we're all looking at the same thing with our eye gate, but, but because of our, um, our subconscious, you know, that's that where our strongholds are built, where we really believe what we believe. And sometimes it's hard to change those beliefs. So we got to go deep in the mirror to change those things. Are you listening to me? That's why I love uh, Nathan uh, Blouse that, that comes here because he helps us get deep in the mirror to find those things that are strongholds that we can we can bust those things out if they're not uh, uh, if they're not uh, uh, workable with with God and His will for our life. But we, but so all those witnesses can see the same thing, but yet they they say it's different because of all the stuff that's that's built their life thus far. So it's all to do with your thinking and your perception of how you see things. And that to me is amazing. That tells me that, yeah, this is our eye gate. It's one of our five senses. It's how we take in information, but we really see with our mind. And that's why the Bible is so strong about, hey, renewing your mind. You know, because what? The Romans 12, 2 says, you know, be not conformed, right, to this world, but what? Transformed. Here's that transformed again. How are we transformed? And transformed means to take who you are on the inside because we're wall-to-wall -wall God and bringing it to the outside where other people can see the greatness of God. 
That's powerful. And he says, be transformed. Well, how do I do that? Renew your mind. In other words, you got just, 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 just keep looking in the mirror because here, and God says, renew your mind. And sometimes I say, well, that's, that's tough. I got to renew my mind. I got to get in, you know, da, da, da. no, no, no. It's not that hard. It's just, it's just loving the Lord, loving his presence. You get in his presence. It's his glory. You get in the mirror, you get in the word. It's his, it's, it's his glory. That's the mirror. And the more you look in the mirror, the more you become what you see. That's how easy God made it. Bruce, isn't that powerful? Think about it. Think about it. What do I have to do? What, what five things do I have to do to, to become you know, more like Christ on the outside? Well, you're more like Christ already on the inside. So all you do is just look into his glory. Just hang with him. Just, just praise him. Just, just hang out with him. Just be with him. And I'm telling you, there are so many times, Brother Pete, listen, there's so many times, I'm just hanging with God in my car and a worship song comes on and all of a sudden, God's just loving on me and I can sense his love and I'm like, wow, God, I love you too. And then, and then, then something pops in my, my, in my uh, head or in my mind because it's already in my spirit, but it jumps out of my spirit into my mind, into my soul and says, hey, you're loved, you're beloved. And I'm like, wow. And guess what? I, right now, what am I doing? I'm looking in the mirror. I'm looking in the mirror where in his glory, like a mirror that's saying that I am loved. And I'm like, wow, God, I'm loved. You know what's happening? I'm being transformed into that image that I see. That's why it's so important. Our words are so important. And not because we're under law, but because we're under grace. We have grace words. Paul said, speak words of grace that lift up and build up. That powerful? That's how easy it is to be transformed. How easy is it? It's just, just hanging with Jesus, hanging with them in the word. That, that's the mirror. Hanging with them in the spirit. That's the word. That's the mirror. You know, just hanging with them in his presence. That's, that's the mirror. And whatever he says to you at that moment, he's saying it because he wants you to become it. Now, I know you are already on the inside. I'm saying on the outside. See, do you, do you, ever, you ever sense the more you hang with Jesus and he's just loving on you, that you become a, a more lovable person to someone else? And maybe you needed it because at the end of the day in the job, somebody comes and says something to you and you're ready to, to uh, you know, crush him with like, uh, you know, like uh, Thor. I got a hammer, you know. But... God says, no, no, we're just going to love them. And you just love them. You ever notice that when you're hanging around looking in the mirror and you're being transformed into more a gentle, peaceful soul that, that you, you give that out to people, peace to people? You give that, how about confidence? Oh, my goodness. I have confidence. The Lord is going to see me through. Remember Andre Crouch and the disciples? How many remember them? That's old school. I don't, but Bruce was telling me about them. Well, I'll go. <laughs> All right, so, so let's talk about this image a little bit. How many's getting something out of this? Raise your hand if you're getting something. And again, remember the people behind you, they needed to hear this today. Let me say some statements here. God has an image of you and you have an image of you. And really to me, Christianity is just, I mean, it's already a done deal. So it's now just changing the image that we see because God's not changing his image about you. God loves you. He's not changing that. God's forgiven us. He's not changing that. God upholds you. He's not changing that. God supports you. He's not changing that. God prospers you. He's not changing that. God heals you. He's not changing that. Uh -uh. That's the image he sees about you. He sees you fully satisfied, fully qualified to do everything that he's called you to do in the kingdom. Isn't that beautiful? That's what God sees. And sometimes we don't see that. So what's going to change? I need to change the image I have of me. You know, there's a, uh, how many's heard of the Ten Commandments? 
some people remember this little joke. Well, some think there's 10 suggestions. Uh, actually, they were <laughs> 10 suggestions. And why is because no one can live them anyway. So God is, is, is suggesting that if you want to see how I think, if you want to see how, uh, how my nature is, this is it. Boom. Here, here's, I'll just give you 10. I don't know if you can handle more, but I'll give you 10. And, uh, you know, they weren't just, uh, the, the Ten Commandments, the law, never gave us the power to obey the law. All the law did was to get it, to condemn us, to say, you can't do it without me. You can't do this. But this is what I require. This is what you, I want you to come up to. But we can't, right? And that's why we're going to have sacrifices. That's why we're going to have blood. And that's why we're going to have all the things we're going to do. That's why we're going to have prophets saying, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. We're coming, we're on our way, we're on our way, we're on our way. That's what the whole old covenant was, was God saying from, from Genesis chapter 3 on to, to uh, the, the gospels was, was, hang on, hang on, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm going to work this out. I'm, I'm working it out on your behalf. I already have a plan. It's already set in motion. Get ready for it. We're getting, you know, we're, it's going to be the right generation it's going to be the right right culture it's going to be the right woman it's going to be the right guy it's going to be everything's going to be right just hang on hang on hang on and while you're hanging on just don't forget this is how we see it and here's some things you can do and it's going to cover it for a while isn't that beautiful but it was never to say so you can you can live this because you can't live it that's a beautiful thing in jesus that's what grace is all about grace did and and, and it does empowers us to live what the Ten Commandments said you can't you you must do, but you can't do. Does that make sense? You guys are taught in this church, right? You you believe that, right? So, say so. So one of the commandments, listen to this, one of the commandments is you shall not make for yourself a carved image. Exodus 24 says that. So that's one of the ten. Now I think sometimes we think, when we read that, we think, well, you know, he was dealing with people, you know, carving little images. And, you know, there's some nations today. I think it's uh, India, if I'm correct, that has over, I think Terry Mines told me one time, over 3,000 gods that they've carved. 300,000 gods that they carve out and people are worshiping these things. I'm thinking, what in the world? What, I mean, how much time do you have in a day? You know? Let's, let's kill the fatted calf. Oh, you can't there. Okay. Anyway, so, so I'm thinking, you know, but God says, says, do not make for yourself a carved image. He was saying of him. Why? Because in, in what I take it like this is don't ever look at God in your image because you'll never look at God big enough, strong enough, loving enough, caring enough, uh, anything enough than what he really is. In other words, God's saying, don't you make an image, don't, don't you make the image of who I am in your life. Let me give you a new image of who I am in your life. That's a principle there. You say, because, because whenever we try to put God in our image, we make him way too small. And he, and he can't possibly do what needs to be done in our lives. Can I hear an amen? Now, raise your hand, give somebody a high five and say, this, this is for you. Hang on to it, baby. Come on. Amen. I want to look at this a little bit more if we could. How many is getting something out of this? All right. How many will give me at least 10 more minutes? Raise your hand. Okay. I, it's unanimous. We get 10 more minutes. And then I'm going to take a few more that I want. But thank you for that 10. 
Thank you for that. Second Corinthians 3, 18, I'm gonna read it again. But we all with unveiled face, now look at it, he says like this. It's like as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into that same image from glory to glory by the spirit of the Lord. That powerful? So it's the spirit of the Lord that's doing it. Well, I have to work at doing it. No, no, you don't even work at doing it. It's the spirit of God doing it. All he's saying is just look it. Just look. Just fellowship with me. Just hang with me. You know, just, just, just open the word, you know. Just, 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 you know, put it right there in front of you. And whatever your gates pick up, it's going to go in your mind. It's going to change the image that you see. And I'm doing it by my spirit. Isn't that powerful? That's how simple it is. It's powerful. I think about a real mirror. I might have said this here before, but I'm going to say it again. It, it, it bears repeating. Um, none of us have ever really seen our face. Did I share that here before? We, we've never really seen our face. Now, uh, you say, I don't know, I have. I just this morning, I looked in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, but you never really saw your face. You saw a reflection. In the mirror, you're only seeing a reflection. You've never really seen your face. The only way you could possibly even really see your face is if you were on some kind of a car crash, your head goes through the windshield, and, and you know, eye, one of your eyes pop out and turns around facing you. It's still connected, you know, in the socket, and, but, it's, but it's turned around, and it's still working, and it's jiggling around, and you're actually, oh, wow, that's what you look like. That's the only way you could actually really see your face. Now, I can see my arms. I can see my legs, my, my feet, my toes, my, my, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, but I, can't, but I can't see my face. No one has ever seen their face. We've only seen reflections, selfies, which are images, uh, videos, which are images. Uh, any way you've seen it, it's always an image of. It's a reflection of, Right? And, and, and you know what we do? I don't know. How many looked in the mirror this morning before you came here to make sure your pimples were popped, your, sh your ladies, your mustaches were shaved, and you know, sorry, okay, that was really, we need some grace to forgive this morning, amen. But anyway, you, you, so, but, but you looked at that, right? And, and what did you do? You walked away, this is what you did, you walked away with that image in your head that Everything is looking all right. I am super awesome. Right? Because that's what I did. I don't know about you, but that's what I did. Uh, and, so, and so what did you do? You believed the image. You walked away believing what you saw in the mirror. Now, I, I, I might have given this example before, but this is a powerful example here. Think about this. Uh, say, you ladies, you, you go on Saturday to the salon, you get your hair cut. And, you know, let's say you go in and your hair is um, long and brunette. And you go in and say, I want to do something a little different. And so you go in, get your hair bobbed off, and you get blonde highlights or whatever. It looks totally different than what it did the day before, right? And you're looking at it and you're like, whoo, whoo. And what do you do? You look at it a lot at first because... You're taking in what? The image. Because there's a new image now you're looking at. And, 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 and mark my words, this is what happens. Because I did this with my hair when I used to color it all the time. We, did you know in our church early on when it, my hair started getting white and I'd color it and, and people were, were having betting things in the back there of what color the pastor's hair was going to be that month. You know, but anyway, 
Um, so, but what happens is, so you go home, you look at it again at home, you say, wow, wow. And you go to sleep, you get up the next morning, you walk in the bathroom, and you're like, you go, oh, whoa. And you're like, who is that? You're like, oh my goodness, that's right. See, because you didn't establish the new image yet. You're working on it, but you didn't yet. Because you're still, your image is, think about it, your image is still, it's long, it's brunette. But you change it, you cut it, it was changed. It was already, the change was already done. Now you're looking at it and now you're walking away. The more you look at it, the more you walk away, change like that on the outside that you are on the inside. That's what the word does. That's what his glory does when you look in it. That's why, last verse, can I give you another verse? Here we go. Look at James chapter one, verse 23, 25. I love this. Look at it with a new, maybe a little new light here. Uh, it says this, anyone who listens to the word but not, does not do what it says is like. And, and see, this is not a condemnation thing. He's just saying, listen, this is the way it is. You can walk out who you are, right? When you know thyself, you can be yourself, right? So he's saying, listen, you listen to the word, but, but you're not doing it. He's saying, this is what it is. It's like, it's like someone looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, see, he's looking. Okay. Yeah. Then he, then he walks away and he, what does he do? What does he do? What does it say he does? He forgets, say forget. He forgets. He looks at, he goes away immediately, forgets what he looks like. Wow. So, so you know, here, here's the Christian walk for, for some folks is, is they, they see how good God, they say, wow, I'm righteous God in Christ. I'm, I'm not, and, and they're seeing this and they're fellowship with God and they're loving God and, and they walk away and, and, and it's not quite in there yet. I mean, it's, I mean it's, in, it's in them, but it hasn't come out here in the, their new image of themselves. And so they come out here and they forget. And so maybe they go back to those things, doing those old shenanigans and stuff. To me, sin is just you're falling short because you forget who you are. You just forget. Just forget. That's why for, for, for when I forget who I am and I do something I shouldn't do, uh, which, you know, I think I, it was like one or two times in the last 10 years. No, anyway, I'm just joking. But, but you, know, it's, you know, it's really I just I forgot who I am. Well, that's not, you're not walking out righteousness. Well, no, right now I want to bust him in the chops and tell him he's an ugly so-and-so, you know? Well, but is that, is that you? Is that Christ in you? No, Christ just stepped down. Step back, Christ. I'm going for this, you know, right? But, but you don't. Or, you, you know, well, what is that? You just you forget who you are. You just forget. So go back and remember. So anyway, I love this. I love what, so he's not, he's not, condemning like, well, you're not doing it, the word. No, he's just saying, listen, man, this is how easy it is. Don't forget who you are. Don't forget who you are. Because he says, uh, but whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom, and that powerful is almost like a uh, counter, uh, uh, what's it, oxymoron, would you say? That looks in the perfect law that gives freedom. Wait a minute. But he's talking about the law of love. He's talking about the, about the perfect law. He's talking about now the law that's in here. It's already in here. You're looking what's in here. That gives freedom. And what? Continues it at what? Here it is. Just, just not forgetting. Just not forgetting. 
Just not forgetting. You know what we, what we did? We celebrated Easter last week, right? Last weekend? What, what do we do? We're, we're, we're not forgetting what Easter's about. Christianity is just not forgetting. Don't forget. What? What he's done for you and who you are in him. Wow. Just don't forget. Just keep looking at that. Okay, because if I look at that, what happens? That is the miracle of the new birth. When you look at that, you become that. What you look at, that's what you become. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he, or he eventually becomes. And what are you saying? As a man, what thinks? Why? Because thinking is how you see. Wow. Again, eyes are eye gate. But it's, it's just gathering information so you can think with your think, or so you can see with your thinking. And once you see what he sees, wow, you can walk it out. That's how great it is. Isn't it good living for him? All right, now that was the first hour. Now let's start hour number two. You get something out of that today? Praise God. Let's, uh, let's pray. Let me pray for you. I didn't even say this, but I want to say that Kathy and I are so honored to be here with you. We love you, Faith City. We miss you guys when we're not here. But, you know, uh, thank you for praying for us because we try to. Now, now we're, we're not preaching somewhere every Sunday, but just about every Sunday somewhere. We were only in Michigan two weeks this year so far. Uh, we were in Texas a lot. We were in Florida a lot. And uh, just, just meeting new pastors and sharing the word, sharing the word of grace. And God gives us these great opportunities some of you guys will relate to this because you've known us for years, a lot of you, um, give, has given us great opportunities to go into, you know, Word of Faith churches and different, different kinds of backgrounds of churches and bring a message of grace without, without saying it's grace, you know, just, just bringing out the goodness of God. Because really, when you think about it, the whole Word of God, it's all about the grace of God. And so you don't have to say grace, grace, grace. You know, that's, that's like Mueller's team, Russia, 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 you know. But no, you don't need to say that because there's nothing there anyway. But, but grace, grace, wow, it's all through there. It's all about God so loved the world, right, that he gave. Wow, that's powerful. So thank you for helping us. Thank you for uh, loving us. Thank you for praying for us when you, you don't see us here. Some of you are, are newer, and so you probably don't, well, who's he, you know. But some of you that have been around for a while know us a little bit. And so we're, we're always honored uh, to be here and share the word with you. And I believe that uh, Pastor Andy and Kristen are doing a wonderful, wonderful job. And they won't lead you astray. I know that. If you're newer here, you can, you can uh, hook in here. There's a lot of love in this place. Uh, there's a lot of grace in this place. And there's a lot of good word in this place. Amen. Amen. And Katie, did where are you? you did a wonderful job leading worship today with the girls. Wasn't that good? You know, I mean, they were, we actually were playing air guitars today. Could you hear it? It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your goodness. We love you so much. The way, the way we love you and why we love you is because you first loved us. And, Lord, the more we think about that, that's looking in the mirror, the mirror. That's a, it, when we sense you just putting your arms around us and loving on us and telling us that we're in the Beloved. We're in the accepted. We don't, have to, we don't have to try to be accepted. We've been accepted. We don't have to try to be the beloved. We are the beloved. Because you made it that way. 
your grace says, listen, just, just hang with me. Just get into my presence. Just read the Bible. Just, just you know, um, do those things. That, and when you do them, Holy Spirit's going to speak in your heart. And he's going he's gonna to show you the reflection of who I made you, the image I have for you. And that image that you've had of condemnation, that image you've had of not being enough, that image you had of never being satisfied, the image you had of all these other things that are based in, in, in the world's image of us, that's going to fade away. And you're going to see a new image and you're going to be transformed into that very thing that you see. So I think God is saying this. Here's a word to us today, church. See me. See me, says the Lord. Yeah. See me. See me. That's what he wants us to see. The more we see him, the less we have to see ourselves and we'll see us in him. Wow. I want to be more like Jesus. Well, just see him. Just look at him. Looking unto Jesus, the Bible says, Paul tells us. Looking unto Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this great image that you have of us. And thank you for the mirror of your word that you've given us. That we could be more like you. We relish in it. We thank you for it. If you're here today and uh, you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, and you say, you know what, I, I, I want to just get in the family. I want to make sure I'm in the family. Uh, I want to I, I be part of the family of God. If that's you, let me pray for you. Just raise your hand and let me just see that you're here. And then let me pray for you. We'll just pray together. Anybody at all? Okay. If, oh, I see that hand. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else? Just raise it up. Nobody needs to be looking around. I mean, it's nobody else's business. But, you know, I'm, anybody else? Let's all say this together. Father, thank you for giving us the right image that you love us. Despite our rebellion, despite everything we've done, we've run from you. You've chased us down. You love us. You want us. So Jesus, we receive you as our Lord. Thank you for changing me on the inside, instantly, right now. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow. If you're here today and you, uh, you're dealing with something in your body, and you, you need a touch from God, his healing power. I believe in that today. I believe that his grace is in every area of life and he wants to touch your body. He wants our bodies to be free from pain. If that's you, I'm gonna ask you just to raise your hand and let me pray for you right here. I see that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all experience those things the day to day, you know, of these bodies. You know, we gotta take care of our vehicles and we also gotta take care of these bodies, but thank God that he's got a plan to make them work as long as he needs us to be here on this planet to do his will. So everybody just raise your hands for just a moment, if you don't mind. Hallelujah. 
Father, thank you that by your stripes, Jesus, we were healed. And we speak healing and we agree with our brothers and sisters this morning that raise their hand for healing in their bodies. Whether there's pain there or there's, it's not a painful thing, but just something they know needs to be changed. We rebuke the enemy's hand in this, the assignment of the enemy, and we speak life and healing to every cell in every body in this place in Jesus' name. We, we command blood to clear up in Jesus' name. We rebuke diabetes in the name of Jesus. Cancerous cells, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We command all cells to be normal or supernormal under the auspices of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Bodies, you respond now to healing in Jesus' name. That all our gates work, our ear gates, our mouth gate, our smell gate, our eye gate, our uh, what else? hearing gate, touch gate, all of them work properly. That we can get the right information in to make godly decisions in our life. Praise God and for the kingdom. Thank you, Lord, that our bodies are, are running high capacity fuel of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. That we're champions in Christ. Praise your name. We love you, Jesus. We thank you. I rebuke, listen to this, uh, despondency in the name of Jesus, soul and wrong soul ties in the name of Jesus. I break them off our lives in Jesus' name. Some of you are being, uh, being um, uh, hauled around or are being lied to, and, and I just rebuke those lies of the enemy that would try to cause wrong soul ties in people's lives and cause them to, to um, um, run, run a wrong race, get on the wrong path. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, praise God, praise God. I pray for jobs. How many are looking for new employment or they need employment and you're, you're trusting God for a new job or, or, um, or a job? Praise God. Father, we thank you for employment. Thank you, Lord, that you have the perfect place for them to be employed where they can share the goodness of God. They can share the love of God when they work with people or, or in offices or behind the scenes or, or out front, a salesman or, or whatever business it is. We call those jobs in in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father, your people are employed. You said employ the gifts that we have in First Peter. said employ the gifts that God has given us. So, Father, I thank you that we all have employment. In Jesus' name. For more information about Faith City Church, please go to faithcity.tv. As always, we pray that you would grow in the knowledge and grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.